Haus. When you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome to the Asian Action Cast, where the Halloween spookums continues for the month of October. I'm your host, Sam. Thanks for joining us. And surrounding me, lovely people. Hello, Nathan. Hey. Hello, Scott. Hello. Hello, Mikey. Hello. And Rachel. Hello. Hello. So, as I said, the uh, the Halloween uh, gore and horror fest continues. And tonight, we have settled on a film that you brought over, Nathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and, my, uh, me and Scott have watched it before, though. So, uh, so please, uh, tell us the name of the film and the genesis of how this came about that you, uh, you came across this film. It's a house or Hausu, 70s Japanese film. Not an action film. I apologize for our like loyal listeners. Not an action film. But we were tossing up what we were going to do tonight, and we thought we'd keep continue with the cat theme. The cat theme continues. <laughs> evil cat theme. Evil cat. No, no, the cat wasn't evil. It just killed no. the dog. Well. So this 1977 horror film from Japan. Uh, how did you? How did you come about this? Why? Why were you aware of this I, film? I don't know. I honestly, I couldn't tell you why. How I know about the film? I've had it for quite a long time. I've got the Criterion Collection Blu-ray of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know where do, I heard about it. Do you want me to tell you how you found out about it? Go on. Tell Let me, me tell you how you found out about it. So this is directed by uh, Nobuhiko Obayashi, and it was uh, produced by Toho, Japanese. Well, I have a lot of Toho films. You have a lot of Toho films, uh, but this wasn't released in the West until 2009. Okay. And it was uh, unique at the time for being completely incomprehensible. That's not co- incomprehensible. It is pretty incomprehensible. Um, well, it has no real purpose. Uh, no, but I mean, it does have boobies in it, and boobies is the international language for action. <laughs> so I feel like maybe you came across this as uh, because you do like to find boobies? unique <laughs> boobies. <laughs> look, look, if you if you were if you were choosing this movie for boobies, you wouldn't have chosen this movie. What? No, no. A, they they are A's, and B, <laughs> and B, they're not in it very often, and C, they're not sexualized really. When they're on screen. They're kind of decapitated torsos and like just arty. It's all arty. Can I let you know how Nathan got this movie in front of my eyeballs? Yes, please, Scott. He gave me the Blu-ray and said, you like a Tim and Eric style shit, don't you? I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then I watched it. (laughs) And it's got a kind of a similar vibe. It's just not trying to be funny. Mm. Sort of. I don't think it is... I don't know. Do you find it funny? Does anyone find this movie? I find it cute. I, Cutesy. I, I find it cute. I don't know. Because after all that really weird shit that we watched, this is kind of cute in comparison. It's not gory and it's not, it's not played. It's not played for laughs. Well, it is in places, but I feel like it's absurd, but not yeah. on a, not in a, not in a wacky necessarily way. Although there is some it's, wackiness to it. It's, it's like you're crazy. Worst fears came to life, like you got pummeled to death by a blanket. Yes. It, it felt like he kind of stitched a whole bunch of separate ideas together 
into some form of cohesive storyline, but he also had different ideas about how he was going to shoot it and what yeah. kind of. I find all that stuff really interesting. Like the the way it's the way the effects are done, like kind of the whole surreal sort of vibe to the thing. Like all the matte paintings, all the weird, like no particular reason, but we're going to green screen this for no reason. That kind mm. of stuff. Very good. We're going to scope in one shot. Yeah, we're going to sure scope it. We're going to reverse this a couple of times. We're going to put some reverb and echo and take some frames up. Before we get to this glorious film, let's describe this film in a sentence or more. Sam? Uh, uncomfortably unsettling. House suit. <laughs> That's my haiku. <laughs> oh me, uh, art, commercial art film gone wrong. Elizabeth Bathory kills everybody. Damn, it's windy. <laughs> but only for that one person. Collage of artistic shots meets picnic hanging rock. What you got, Rachel? Uh, G men are useless. <laughs> G men are useless. <laughs> It's true. Yes. Mr. Togo could not get there on time. No. It's like it's just like an episode of the goodies sprinkled throughout this film. Yes. It's like They cut from a tense moment to And the music's great when he's in the oh it's so seventies it hurts. Speaking of music, what what do we have in this film, Scott? I believe most of, if not all, the songs are done by the band Godaigo, who you may know as singing the monkey magic theme song. And I believe they cameo um, at the start. When they go into the train station? The train yes. station. You can see them because I think one of them is wearing a Godaigo t-shirt. Yes. So that's kind of cool. I uh, was going to say that that is a little bit pretentious, but I wear an Asian action car shirt on occasion, <laughs> so it's okay. Maybe they weren't such a big deal back then. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. Hang on. I'm Monkey Magic, 77. Monkey Magic. When was Monkey Magic? Like 70. I know. I think the second season 79. Oh, shit. So this, is, this predates this is, Monkey Magic? This is the height of... This, okay, so Godaigo's maybe they weren't a big popularity. thing. This is as big as they're ever going to get, Godaigo, right now in like the mid to late 70s. Uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah. I think um, the main, or not the main, the keyboardist for Godaigo, Miki Yoshino, done some of the uh, non-band or non-rock songs. Oh, for but, this. But Godaigo definitely do a, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of songs with lyrics, which is always off-putting to me. I have a hard time. <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Cherries were words. made for eating. Um, they were active from 75 onwards. This, this predates Monkey Magic. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah. Yes, it does. There you go. No, it does. Yes. They didn't sing Gandhara or anything like that yet. God damn it. That's what put them on the map. Gandhara. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when we were in uh, Japan and we sang Monkey Magic, but it was like some bullshit version? Yeah, it was the only version we could find. In, in, I bet you there was a Godago version. It's just that we needed to read Japanese to find it. Fuck, we need to go back there and sing Gandara. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's in uh, Italy. No, they, <laughs> they say it's, it's in India, not Italy. Uh, Fuck you, sh- Sam. Fuck. What's the other dumb thing we do at the start of the podcast? So, oh, we do some trivia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some trivia, goddammit. Would anyone like to kick off the trivia? Let's go around and do one piece of trivia. Go, yeah, Rachel. Everyone's a MILF now. Oh, yeah. you've been looking at pictures. Have you? <laughs> Maybe. Goddamn. I told you they were cute. They, they were pretty cute. I have a piece of trivia about them. None of them were professional actors. They no were all shit. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> That's right. I know you couldn't tell, but none of them were professional actors. What about the cat? Uh, no, the cat. Was, oh, actually, sorry. No, only one of them was a professional actor, and that was the auntie. Auntie was a uh, an established actor. I thought all con- things considering, it wasn't 
the terrible job no, you might I, think. I thought they they played their parts well. I thought the acting was like suitably in line with how surreal everything is. Mm. Mm. Like, Apparently, the uh, his verbal direction sucked, and none of them could act when he was just explaining to them what to do. So he just started playing the film's score on set, and it was much better. Improv. Yeah, thanks, IMDb. Too quiet. Always yes and. What? Huh? Fucking don't worry about it. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Check off that yes and. That was a fucking no if ever I've heard one. Anyway, continue. What? No. Shh. Um, idiot says what? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if any of these act- actresses did any other roles or anything. I I don't know, but um, for a one-off, it's interesting. If this was made like three or four years later, they would have been an idol group and they would have had an album. Probably. Someone, yeah. someone would have tried to do it. Well, they would have made them like a Sentai team or something like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently, um, the director wanted to make a uh, Godzilla film following this with the same cast. Oh, that's a great idea. Why didn't they do that? I don't know why they didn't do that. But that was his idea. It was going to be like a Godzilla film where Godzilla dies but has like babies and he dies of diabetes. Is it a he or a she? What? Godzilla. Godzilla. I don't know. A monster. Is Godzilla sexless? Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. Anyway, th- that didn't happen, obviously. Otherwise, we'd be watching that. Also, because this is a uh, Halloween-themed edition of the Asian Action Cast, if you're listening to this in, out of, in order or out of order, we're being haunted by the spooky party down the road. You might be able to hear that. The death drums. And uh, the death they're, drums. They're playing some kind of house, too. Hey. Oh. And uh, also we're... Haunted by the spooky cables making this noise. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Haunted microphone. And the spooky Wi-Fi sound. <laughs> Mobile signal. You might have heard the cat just run out the, the cat door there too. Cats are, are cats wow. are cats traditionally a uh, harbing harbinger of death, or are they a They're associated a with ghosts, I think. Yeah. A black cat, maybe. This one yeah, was a white one. And fluffy, very oh, fluffy. Oh, I have one more. It's not trivia, but um, last uh, episode we watched The Cat. Mm-hmm. And Rachel and I watched the Japanese version of The Cat. Yes. Which is very similar and very different at the same time. Was Would, it more like House or Not? Kind of. <laughs> like the Hong Kong version is a bit more fast-paced. The Japanese one's a bit slower. Gloria Yip is still in it. Okay. But it's, it's like a, a more of a thriller. I feel like they use Gloria Yip to sell both movies in Japan and... Um, and Hong Kong, especially after Peacock King was so popular in Japan. Ah, yeah, we did Peacock. It's, King. it's worth Peacock. a watch. It's on YouTube. It is different, but like the certain scenes are the same. Don't they keep uh, the only thing I know about it is they keep that whole dog cat fight yep. in its entirety. Yep. The, Jap- well, I suppose. the Japanese one seems to make more sense, but also as a cat driving a car. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, you see, he, the, someone gets in the car and he kind of passes out, and the cat jumps up, and you see his paws on the steering wheel as he's driving along. It's hilarious. Do you think the cat in this film could have driven a car? This cat was pretty placid in this film. This cat yeah, but it had need, magic eyes. It had magic eyes. That kind oh, of did I feel right. like this cat doesn't need to drive a car. I you feel like it, it would appears? Contr- control it, people to do it. I think it just appears wherever it wants to be. I think it can teleport. It teleports to those stairs. It train. teleports onto the train. It teleports back home to like the house. It teleports to a house, like yeah. Gorgeous's house. It is a... Actually, you know what? I don't understand the significance of the cat. It's cute. It's cute and fluffy. It's got green eyes. Yeah. A twinkle. Yeah. Jade eyes. <laughs> so this isn't, you know, like Nathan said, this isn't really an action movie, but it's kind of fun and different. And there's 
There are some, some action. action in it. Like we've watched movies with less, mm-hmm. accidentally mostly. But this is like a psychedelic Scooby Doo. You know what? Way more action than Initial D. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep paying it out. <laughs> Holy shit! The first what? Fifteen minutes? Ten? Fifteen? I'd say minutes? the first ten minutes is a bit slow. Was that I fell asleep. <laughs> you did. It's a bit slow, but it also looks really cool. Yeah. So I quite. I, I think it is a bit slow. It's a bit of a slow burn. You're introduced to the characters. You also get the why gorgeous which is the main character of the film decides she's not going to go away with her dad and her new stepmom that she's just found out about she's going to go visit her aunt because she's going to pout because her mum's dead yeah so eight years before yeah yeah so she's going to go pout because she doesn't want her like weird family dynamic to change when you watch this movie you have to realize that everybody is called by the nickname which is it makes sense because when you hear people say oh this is gorgeous you're like oh she's not that pretty so, <laughs> yeah, but she, she is the one who is like all about her appearance. Yeah, so there's gorgeous, Mac, sweet, fantasy, prof, melody. I'm missing one? Kung, Kung motherfucking Fu. Fu. Oh, of course. Kung Fu. There we go. Kung Fu. Who does karate? <laughs> yes, and uh, we'll get to Kung Fu in a sec because I have something to say about Kung Fu. She's but great. Yeah. I'll oh, just add course. to when um, we were watching. Um, some interviews with the director and stuff and some other reading some other things so the director said the idea came from effectively in america at the time they just released jaws which is a big horror movie and they wanted to do a horror movie in japan and he asked his 10 year old daughter for some ideas about what she finds scary and basically a whole bunch of the ideas that she came up with uh incorporated into the ways that the the girls die in this movie effectively and uh, if you get a chance to watch the Blu-ray or the DVD, there's some extras, like Michael said, the DVD. And he's essentially drawn it out like a comic book. And it's kind of mirrors what happens in the movie. It's, it's really good. Yeah. But it, it's very um, niche things like, oh, uh, I'm learning the piano and it kind of it, it fell well, on my finger. One of my fingernails got, yeah. got caught in the keys. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's like, oh, well, I could see that. someone being scared by that if that's all they did or a lot of what they did. I think it's like the you're taking something that is mundane you know like playing a piano or just going and like cleaning your bed or something like that and making it inherently dangerous threatening (laughs) yeah threatening you know like well i don't know how many people were putting watermelons down their well to refrigerate them but holy shit if i was putting milk in the well and then according to every anime i've ever seen about slice of life comedy 85 percent. really holy shit either the well or the river god damn nature's fridge and i have not been using it this whole time well, Dig yeah. yourself a well. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work for us very well because, you know, we're on sand. sand. Yeah, bore water as well. Actually, it'd be geothermal bores, wouldn't it? I'd be using it as a, uh, as a heater. Source. Yeah. I'm going to toast my sandwich. So, um, just a couple little other bits and pieces here. So, the, the girl who played Gorgeous is Kimiko Ikigami and she has done sort of a handful of films. Nothing that crazy from what I can tell. And Kung Fu is Mickey Jinbo. And she's done a couple of songs. Songs. And uh, again, a handful of TV shows, a handful of movies, nothing big. All right. She's got a middle-aged woman photo book. Really? Kung Fu. Mm. Oh, for real? Yeah. She, uh, she is my favorite character. All right. I'll talk about it now because... Yeah, do it. Within seconds of this movie started, Sam's like, oh, Kung Fu is cool. And well, no, because you were trying to sell it to me as to why we should watch this because there's not much action in it. And you go, 
There's a character called Kung Fu. And I was like, say no more. But you were like, as soon as you saw it, was like, oh, Kung Fu is cool. I like Kung Fu. What, and- does she, what does she do straight away? Like she grabs a hat or something or like a piece of clothing falls before they even get to the house. Something like that. And she's got a, she's got a theme song. <laughs> she does have her own yeah, that was Yeah, that was a funny bit. Every time she does something, her own little theme song starts. Yeah. If I can find it, I'll, I'll sneak it in here. It's, it's quite cool. When I first watched it, I was like, oh man, Kung Fu is my favorite. <laughs> okay. well, she's, she's also the most assertive Spoilers I think I found the picture That's oh, going to go up Oh snap <laughs> That is That is fantastic This is uh, I'm showing you well, Everyone will see it When I post this up For the, uh, the Asian Action House But it is a picture of Kung Fu I love that everybody has that um, That kind of uh, What would you call it You know like her Like her underwear is like polka dotty And you know, like the. You mean they look like they're from the fucking style. 70s? Yeah. Yeah, they look like they're from the 70s, you know? <laughs> they really. Each girl has their own, like, or style and archetype, know, sort of sort archetype of. that they've gone with. But so. yeah, you're right. It's, the whole thing is. It's, it's, this is going to sound dumb because I know nothing about fashion, but it seems very fashion forward 70s. Like, it feels like very much of its time. Yeah. In a way that, like, that kind of fashion does. Like, when you go, okay, what's cool right now? Fucking huge pants. Let's get some huge pants and let's get some people in some... Like, what does Prof wear at some point? Prof's wearing like a jumpsuit. Yes. Yeah. But you know what I found most disarming is seeing the clothes that they wear and actually not be going, well, that's dated. I actually was like, you could get away with wearing that shit now. Yeah. You can get away with wearing anything. You could probably buy it from a vintage shop. I'd, I'd wear it. I'd wear it. I mean, well, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, wear sure. that. Go on. Yeah, Everything old is new again. Polka dotted panties. Would you wear but- what Mr. Togo wears? Fuck yeah, I would. I wish I was Mr. Togo. <laughs> Mr. Togo's having a great life. Well, let's talk about Mr. Togo. That's Kiyohiko Ozaki. Or he of the giant mutton chops. <laughs> <laughs> can Very I, 70s. Can I quote directly from Wikipedia, which is the yeah. source of fact? He was noted for his dynamic singing voice and splendid sideburns. Whoa! It says that. <laughs> Comes from his British father, maybe. Uh, he only did like four, four films. Oh, really? Did he die? No, he he, pa- dead. he passed away in 2012. But oh, so he didn't die straight away. I think he was more like <laughs> I think he was more like a celebrity, like singer, not, not singer maybe. Singer, yeah. I, there's no oh, oh whatever. Like maybe out. a comedian, man's eye or some shit. Yeah, maybe just a a personality. Yes. What's he driving? What's his car? It's like it's a like buggy. It's just a June buggy, man. Buggy. Yeah. It's like that buggy. Remember that 70s cartoon going back to the 70s where that buggy can talk to people. Looks like that buggy. Yeah, that's cool. Herbie. Yeah, no, no, Herbie. He Herbie's a fucking Volkswagen. Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> Imagine that—a crossover with uh, with Herbie and, um, and Bumblebee. And that shark. What's that shark that talks funny? The shark? What, Bruce? No, no. Funny Nemo. No. Baby shark. No. Goddamn. <laughs> from the seventies as well. He talked. Meow. I got it. I can't do it. All your characters speak in the same voice. Well, they, um, nyah, nyah, nyah. You know that guy. Three Stooges. No. Yeah. He's, he sounds like he sounds like Three Stooges on purpose. You know, he's like some Hanna Barbera piece of shit cartoon. He's always like, it's going to bother the fuck out of me. i got to look it up. <laughs> I know about Barry Shark. Well, you, you do that. We'll talk about the film. you you, you got to scratch that itch. you got to find. All right. All right. Do we need to do a plot for House? I think there is a plot for House. That's a very basic kind of one. like talking about different bits, isn't it? Because yeah. realistically, it's different scenes sort of splattered together. It's haunted film. It's a haunted house, the ge- right? The general idea is because of um, Gorgeous not wanting to go away with the dad and stepmom, she invites her school friends to come to her aunt in the countryside to go there <laughs> and her aunt's like i haven't seen you guys for a while you should come over i was like oh we better go see aunt her aunt is like a gla- she's we joke about the wind always being on her but she's wearing like flowy 
Oh, is that her no, aunt? That's, that's oh, that's a step mum. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So the aunt um, starts off in a wheelchair and then it uh, turns out that she's like a ghost. and uh, She's a Frankenstein or a Dracula. Or and something. the house is haunted and obviously all of the girls are killed in various different ways. And even Mr. Togo's killed. The most horrifying of ways. <laughs> by banana. Right. And, we'll wait uh, till the end and you can describe what that is. Yeah. And that, that's pretty oh. much the movie in, in a nutshell because everyone dies. Yeah. It's like Saw or something like that. It's like various traps. And <laughs> to some extent. I guess there's like a no. countdown of deaths. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, but for a while you think they're going to get it. It's like, nah, Kung Fu is going to take them out of danger. Okay. No, it doesn't happen. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan's just found out who the shark is. I think he's dying. No, I'm not. Yeah, you got. No, you got to tell everybody. Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. You've got to know Jabberjaw. I, I, uh, I can't picture Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw. That looks familiar, but I can't picture it. All right, he plays drums. Okay. <laughs> With what? He's got no hands. Motherfucking fins, son. All right. <laughs> damn. Does he play the Jaws theme? Probably. Anybody? <laughs> Does his drum roll? And that's the June buggy I was talking about. Speed buggy. Yeah, speed buggy. Oh, speed buggy. It yeah. looks exactly like it that. It does look car. like speed buggy. That's, yeah, it's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It's 70s that's as fuck. Perfect. All right, I'll give you that. So is Hanna-Barbera. That's right. I'm not saying this whole movie's been cribbed from Hanna-Barbera, but some of it definitely has been. Yeah, visual shorthand. So this is a very visual film, like the, the, some of the camera choices, but I think what's most striking for a lot of us is the backgrounds is huge matte paintings and backgrounds so it's like they film the whole thing in a warehouse and there's no outside shots it's, it's literally paintings okay, no, okay. Always, no I, always because they definitely cross a bridge outside I want, I do want, they? yes okay. <laughs> I just want to take a little minute like you've gone huge uh, matte paintings I just want to describe how huge because these are fucking huge it's a wide shot and it is like a tiny car they're tiny people, and the whole background is like a matte painting. I mean, there could be some green screen. There's a lot of green screen. Is it green screen? It's blue. Blue screen. I don't know. Chroma key. It's either a big, massive matte painting or a huge green screen. Yeah, it was. They really had trouble cutting it away from um, the stepmom in the last shots when she's walking through the like fake town, because yeah, there was like the real thick blue edge around her as she was coming around. I don't know how prevalent that that was, like green screening in the seventies. I know the Star Wars came out like seventies as well, but I don't think. I think yeah. I think um, I, it usually got those really nasty lines. Mm. Yeah, um, and I think, but the, in this movie, they were like, it doesn't matter. It just adds to like the surreal nature of everything. I read that he wanted to make this the effects specifically look like they were drawn by a child because of the limitations, obviously. So he just leaned into it to mm, go, okay, works. well, let's make it look. Yeah, let's make oh, it look, especially on the train journey. Yeah. That's good too. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, explain the train journey because that is hilarious. So basically, it, they're going to catch a train out to the countryside to go to the aunt's house. So they all hop onto the train. Obviously, it's not a real moving train shot. They're basically in a train carriage and then they use the, the window with fake drawings of them moving along the countryside to... I thought you were talking about the cardboard thing. cutout. It was just there like, was literally a cardboard, uh, yeah, yeah. like a child's rainbow in the background and then it all yeah. fades out and there's no train and they're just in the same positions that they're in on the train, yeah. still talking, but it's just like a background. And then they're on a bus at really some good. point as well. And they're splicing on. some actual like animation as well. Yeah. Like yes. from... You can't do that on television or... Tom Fuller or one of those dumb shows from back in the day. It's really weird. They they he's quite um, prominent using the what are they? It's like a double exposure or a crossfade, but like one image is kind of just 
It's like in on the other, like superimposed. Yeah, it, you know, like you've left your TV on for too long and it burns in the image, <laughs> like you were yeah. saying, Scott. And then there's something like comes in and you're just like, why am I still seeing it's, it's, this space? It's like a weird double exposure sort of. I don't it's, ghosting. Yeah, it's very strange. But there's a really good one early on, and it's not even when it's all spooky or anything. It's just when she's going home, like she's just going down some stairs and yeah. walking, and it goes from like a face to her walking to like her dad. It's really good. Well, I guess from a visual language to kind of like um, demonstrate motion, that worked really well because you're going from like one to the other and it kind of seems seamless. Yeah. It's a bit more jarring though when you go from like somebody's talking and then you just see somebody walking away and the person's face that's talking is still on there. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck is this? It's kind of like, um, as I say, it's like he's experimenting through the whole movie of yeah. what different shots he can do. It's almost like how many can I throw into this movie because some of them have no real purpose and some of them do add to the, you know, the, the ambiance of the scene or whatever um, by playing around with the tricks and stuff and some of them just feel like you're making the camera bounce around too much and it's just annoying me and pulling me out of the movie. There's, there's a trick that he uses which is when he wants to put focus on a particular thing in the scene, it telescopes in, everything else goes black and it's like, you know, the James Bond thing where you just got like a tiny thing on the screen. And at no point, I don't know if anyone else noticed this, but I don't think he ever used depth of field to do that. So I don't know if that's a limitation with the camera or technical ability or whatever it is. But at no point did I did I see like um, pulling focus on no. certain... Yeah. It just gets black. Yeah, that's right. He yeah. just focuses it or he has a uh, like a close-up of their face superimposed on top of the actual scene. Yeah. Which is really, it looked like silent scope when you're like zooming in on somebody's face. I particularly like the effect where she's looking in the mirror. Oh, and they've got somebody away. moving? Yeah, but then she all cracks away and it's just like a silhouette of flame. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how they did that because. Um, just probably, drawn over the like top. Two shots. Just drawn over. Probably yeah. just animate, yeah, probably just animated over the top. But the thing is that the animation is happening under the top layer, right? But the top layer is being removed piece by piece. Nah, you just drew over the the, the yeah. um, actress. So she's just sitting there and he's just drawn over the top on the actual film. Is she moving? No, what, she was, was sitting down. It was down. static, she right? Was static. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But that whole sequence with the um, the mirror is interesting. I liked because it was like the three-plane mirror and they had the different shots in each plane as yeah, well. Yeah, and they like you could see that one was a, a static image story. of a... Yeah, yeah, they would store different images. and It was very good for, for the time, pretty... Mm. Fucking good. So just to give a bit of context, can you explain, Nathan, what's happening in that particular scene when she's in front of the I mirror? think she's becoming possessed. By the auntie. By the auntie or by the house itself. It oh, may the be, house is a character? I don't know. I feel like no, the, well, the entity might be bigger than just her, her, the aunt. aunt. But it's definitely there because of the aunt. So the aunt, the story, the, she goes at one point, she tells the aunt's story. So the aunt during the war had a, a betrothed lover he had to go off to war and he promised that he'd return he and died of course he died <laughs> in the war and never returned and she was so distraught that she was waiting there basically for the rest of her life and she became some kind of At young point, girl eater yeah i kind of like it when they do these flashbacks the girls are sort of narrating these flashbacks like they're watching it with us yeah it's and it's done in an old-timey film style yeah yeah like oh it looks so like handsome the oh, black and white yeah shot and, yeah I like love they the can see the story. Yes. Yeah. The jarring subtitles like, war begins. <laughs> and then it's, war ends. Oh, no. Happiness. <laughs> Five years later. And I love that it's not like one sepia tone. It like transitions to like fuchsia. And then there's like, oh, now it's going to be a filter on yellow or something like that. They do a lot of 
wipes and cut like the screen goes black and here's like a, a size of a 20 cent coin showing a small piece of the footage it's like that's kind of cool and every time there's some kind of foreboding danger this white cat shows up rachel rate this cat for me hmm? the white cat. the scariness how of the handsome cat is the cat <laughs> out of 10 <laughs> yes eight. Oh, an eight eight Fluffy it's a pretty cat. regal cat. Yeah. Also, the cat goes meow, and his mouth is not moving. No. Only it, once it actually meows yes. on film. <laughs> oh, there was the, there was the 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 reperb of of the cat. Going, meow 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 meow. Oh, he, he <laughs> oh was, my god! He, he was meowing That's to so the melody. Good. <laughs> also, also, um, there's a dance sequence. Yes, but yeah, it meows to the melody. And I reckon um, they dubbed this cat because they opened it my phone or something like that. It's like, that's not cute. <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like it would have like a deep reverb. I also want to point out uh, when uh, Gorgeous is talking to her dad, so much seagull sounding. So, much, so much just, not, not, not caca, like definitely gull, definitely seagull sounds. Is that's, that where, to, that's where the wind comes from, by the beach. Well, I was thinking, yeah, is that to establish the fact that they're on the, the foreshore to kind of go, hey, this is a, um, you know, like they're well-to-do. I have no idea. Well, every time, every couple of seconds you hear the, like there's a big tank, uh, you know, yeah. boat in the back. Just saying, if, if I'm rich, I don't want to hear that shit. I am not going to go and live near a port with the hawks and the burnt and the What are you going to live near? I don't know. So you, you and many British people disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you just made me think of The Simpsons. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> I let it go, Michael. <laughs> Everything comes back to The Simpsons, for fuck's sake. I'll make soothing sets. <laughs> so do we want to go through uh, each of the girls... And, uh, and how they died? Yeah, I think that's a cool thing to do. Yeah, pour that's out. essentially our action sequences. Pretty much. Pour one out for Mac, who gets shafted here. We don't even know how she dies, really. Mac. Well, so Mac is like actually short for stomach and not Big Mac, which we but thought. But she is always eating. She's a glutton, yeah. Uh, and they casually make jokes about her being real fat, too. She's not, <laughs> she's not fat. fat at all. No. She's slightly chubbier than the other girl. Her face is a bit rounder, maybe. Oh, Ooh, there she is. <laughs> she just appeared. Her ears are burning. Yeah. With a burger. But you, I guess we got to remember, she might be 70s fat. She might be 70s Japan fat. The 70s Japan fat. At one point, she has two hamburgers in her hand. She's trying to feed them to the cat. She's always oh, carrying food. <laughs> the cat's name is Blanche. Blanche. Blanche Devereaux. No, isn't I it, made isn't that, that like, like white in... Yeah, I think yes. in Japanese or Shiro or something. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Hmm. So not a street car named Desire. A Blanca. Yeah. <laughs> and in Brazil, it would be a Blanca. <laughs> you win perfect <laughs> well done any other languages anywhere nope. Australia be white white cat anyway well it's just white so um, what's her name Mac she's uh, she's got a watermelon and she she's, goes put it they put it in the well to refrigerate it mm-hmm. well she's gonna put it in the fridge and the eyes like no 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 fridge is broken check it in the well <laughs> uh oh but she we don't see how she dies she just disappears for an extended see a period decapitated head you do when she pulls. Uh, who is it? Gorgeous pulls a uh, no, no, fantasy. No, it's fantasy, which is why no one believes her because fantasy fantasizes too much. It's full of shit. Oh, fantasy! You're talking shit again, aren't you? Yep. Uh, I just want to. I, I just. What the fuck is up with going to a place that's supposed to be a good time? They're working the whole fucking time. They're doing all this shit for no well, reason. There's no fucking refrigerator. They're, they're Fuck this place. 
They're I'm out before girls. I even put my bags down. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm leaving. They've gone to Camp Krusty. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> why you weren't invited, Nathan. That's right. <laughs> Mr. T- Mr. Togo would have got there and said, mm, oh, God damn it. I ain't staying here either. But there's like all these women. They're scantily clad. Look, the only one he should be even slightly interested in is, is in that decrepit aunt. Yes. Unfortunately, we all know that's not true. And... It's the 70s and things are weird and let's not go there. Maybe Mr. Togo deserved to, to be turned into bananas. Anyway, we were, talk- we were talking about... Well, that, that's a bit I didn't get because he... Wasn't the, um, the female sports teacher his wife at the beginning? With, no, they, they were joking that were she joking? was going to marry Mr. Togo. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, no, I Mr. Togo she, said she was going to Honestly, I thought she was the hottest woman in the whole movie to me. Well, well, she's well, the well, most well, age-appropriate. Well, well, nothing. nothing. Hottest, she got nothing. to live. She got to live. Hottest girl in the movie, Kung Fu. Kung Fu. All right. Um, uh. Sam, that's okay. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's the 70s. Uh, she knows Kung Fu. It's hot. <laughs> Kung Fu's hot. Anyway, we're talking about Mac. So Mac becomes like a disembodied head and flies around. Obviously, she's got like a what, like a chroma key body. Yeah. Um, but then she bounces around and it ends up biting Fantasy on the ass. Yep. You might say it's the return of the Mac. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Dump uh, off the world. Uh, <laughs> oh man, blow my jet on. Oh, the sexual. Oh wait, no, that's a different song. Yes. <laughs> no, that is Return of the Mac. What is the it? fuck are you talking about? Yeah. No, Scott oh no, it's sexual healing. You're right, Scott. <laughs> it's Mark Morrison. Get it's, it right. Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's Mark Morrison. That motherfucker went to prison. <laughs> uh, pull one out. So, so yeah. So there's there's some good. There's like some good green screen bitey. It, she's a demon head, and then she pukes up a bunch of blood. Yeah, that's the end of her, though, right? Yeah. We don't see her again. We don't see her again. I think, except in parts in the like yeah, the her weird hand in a jar cycle. And, sh- yeah. and also when there's all the bits. Like when they're all, when they've all been eaten and they've all gone to hell or something, or the the auntie's world, I think yes. they call it. Oh, okay, yes. Um, is the second one to go sweet? Sort with, of with yes. the doll, with the doll. Yes, yeah, so sweet is essentially a maid. They got there and they dress her in a maid uniform and she has to go clean everything. I think she just put an apron on, but yeah, <laughs> she's got a hair thing on too. <laughs> wow, I've seen she enough anime her- to know that she's dressed like a French maid, Mike. <laughs> she tied her hair back here. Yeah. So French maid? Was she wearing like just a maid maid, I guess. Just a maid, maid outfit, you know. Okay. Um, so she goes now to polish get- this wood. I like to clean. Yeah. Oh, I don't know so if sad. you've been on a family holiday where you, where your your relatives make you clean not that your relatives make you clean the house, but Yeah, I know what you mean. You clean the Maybe house. they rocked up and she's not like, I'm holiday. in a wheelchair. This lady's letting us use a pad. Let's help her out a little bit, you know, just being nice. <laughs> you know. I can see no respectful. If, if it's a- if it's a family girls. holiday and I'm going to visit my family, yes, I have to do that shit. That's part of the deal. But if I then invite my friends, no, my friends don't have to do that shit. Hey, they're not paying to stay. They're freeloaders. They can work freeloaders. They're guests. You don't make guests fucking clean up. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But she's in a wheelchair, Nathan. Only for about seven seconds she after, can she walk. Eats, <laughs> after she eats the Mac. <laughs> when she eats Mac, yep, she can dance. I love her excuse to, oh, I've got some energy now. <laughs> Oh, you, you guys, what was it? You energized me. Yeah. Uh, bullshit. You and then Nathan me. shouting from the back, let's go, she ate someone. <laughs> and then Michael and Sam went, oh. <laughs> 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 so, so Sweet sees it. She goes to get the mattresses, like the futons out. And um, she sees a creepy doll. 
and then she gets smothered by mattresses. But that actually happens over a period of time. It cuts back to the other girls doing things. And I think even in this bit is where Gorgeous goes up to the mirror. Yes. Yeah, she she's having a bath and then the oh, hair does a weird oh, thing. Oh, yeah, in the bath. like a reverse shot yeah. of the hair going up her back. Yeah. There's a lot of weird. They must have done it in reverse, but like extended shots that go for like a minute, maybe a minute and a half, two minutes, right? And they look legit, like they look yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really well done. Really well done. Um, but yeah, no, the, the thing that was terrifying about uh, Sweet getting smothered by mattresses was all that fucking down, like the feathers flying everywhere. Just got your allergies worried. Oh, I was just <laughs> like, man, that'd be right up my nose and ugh. Horrible way to go. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but the doll's left alive. The doll's still in there. That's a creepy doll. Yeah, the mattresses didn't eat her clothes, so whatever that says. Actually, so yeah, her clothes were left, and they <laughs> consumed her. Yeah. But the mattresses, the, sorry, the uh, the doll was left naked, naked as well. Mm. That makes sense. It, it made That's no creepy. Sense. Yeah. I hate these dolls. They were just being creepy. It's just creepy. All yeah. right. It doesn't have to. You don't have to think about it any more than that. <laughs> Titties is creepy. Titties is creepy on the doll or just in general? Just in general. Did the doll have titties? No. I don't know. It's sexless. Yeah, I thought it was sexless. Well, everything in context. I don't know if I would subscribe to titties being creepy all the time. I know horror movies, um, Uh, convention, get your titties out, die. (laughs) I thought thought that the, um, the scene where they have the auntie, you know, the flashback scene and the auntie's done up in white makeup and just the look that she gives the camera... I don't know how you prepare for that, but it looked creepy as shit. It was the same. That they'd use the same actress, didn't they? The the girl yeah. Yeah. to play her in in the passing. She was being her mother, um, yeah. as getting you know married and so forth. And then they brought it into the the current. So she dressed up in the same. Um, you and know, then that motherfucker kimono. could do ninja fighting. Yeah. I, I I kept getting like um, vibes from the ring. You know the character. Yeah, yeah. It's got it's got the whole like well. Those would have taken from this. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... But I think it's just Japanese horror in general. It's like, it's weird. It doesn't necessarily need to make sense. Mm. Like, there's no good or here's, bad Here's things. a question. Was there Japanese horror before this movie? Yes. There was a lot more, a lot of Japanese yeah. horror before this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I want to just go back to talking about, like, titties being creepy. All right. Jesus it's, Christ. Okay. Well, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking about it, and I think part of it is the fact that the vulnerability of it of being like naked while somebody is trying to like kill you and i think for for like well, anyone for like, like a nightmare? guy hey you know you have nightmares yeah <laughs> like you know the vulnerability of being exposed in a situation where it's very dangerous you know like like in that in that movie sam's going to die in a nonsense yes eastern promise they're playing with <laughs> knives and they're fucking in the bathhouse naked ass. and they're naked yeah i went skinny dipping once at Cottesloe and we were drifting over like rocks and coral and I have to tell you, I was pretty frightened. <laughs> I was very frightened. Okay. Of octopus or? <laughs> no, just Je- jellyfish. Just, just getting cutting my- yourself on a bit of coral. Yeah, oh, that's right. Know. Getting my junk caught on some just, rocks I'm, or something. I don't, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not denigrating your manhood or anything, Sam, but <laughs> I, I don't. I Think don't, about what you're about to say. I, do, I don't think, I don't think that you're going to like. You would you would have to accidentally sort of hump some coral <laughs> for that to happen. You're definitely gonna get your, definitely gonna get your your legs fucked up before that happens. I'm I don't pr- know. I'm pretty Nathan. sure. I've managed to save myself lassoing the jetty when I was caught in a rip 
So, uh, <laughs> peek, peek behind the curtain here. I was just uh, sorting out something here, so I had my attention diverted, and I came back to. I have to hump some corals. So, I jumped the, so if I missed something there, my apologies. But I think I jumped back in the great time. Uh, well, that's how you proliferate the coral. So that's how Sweet gets it. Oh yeah, great barrier. <laughs> But that, but More then, like great banging uh, this, this, is, this isn't This isn't a death Hey, hey laugh at my joke, motherfucker Oh, 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 oh <laughs> Thank you Oh, oh No, so, so uh, um, Take my anemone <laughs> And shove it And shove it No anyway. So uh, the, There's a bit in here after that death And I think before anything else happens Where the, gra- like the, the aunt has a dance She goes into the fridge she comes oh, yeah, out yeah. The, she's oh, she's laughing, dancing around. Laughing at... Because fantasy, <laughs> fantasy is the first one that saw um, Mac die and then she actually sees the weird things going around before the other girls, but... Like the eyeball they, in the mouth? Yeah, but no one believes her because she's... Oh, know, fantasy. She's fucking full of fantasies. So the aunt plays up to her, like flashing the eyeball in her mouth out to her and then going into the fridge and appearing in the other side of the room and shit. There's that fantastic bit where the aunt's up on like a rafter and she just looks right at the camera, just like, aha! <laughs> I do, it makes me fun. Like, I think about all the times when you're, you're sitting down and you're just about to eat a really delicious meal and you do like a little, ooh, a little shimmy. And I think that's how, that must be how she feels because she hasn't eaten in a while. She's like, yeah, tasty. So good. Who dies next? I don't know. Well, technically, Gorgeous dies next, but she doesn't. Yeah, she, no, be- she, gets, she gets possessed. Let's say that. So that she, doesn't count. She gets possessed and then it's Melody getting eaten by the piano. It's like oh. Melody and Sweet kind of go at the same time, right? Yeah. Well, Sweet was kind of smothered and then she gets crushed by a clock as well. I don't know why they did the double death for her. Um, but yeah, so Melody... Because they, they built that goddamn clock and they were going to get some yeah, they're going to get some use out of it. Melody so then, is like pretty presumptuous to be able to just go and just sit down and play a piano. It's not her piano. That's right. I'm pretty sure the aunt says, the piano is in there if you'd like to play it. And everybody just missed it except me. Oh. I'm, I'm fantasy right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're dreaming. You're dreaming. And then we have everyone's favorite kung fu meeting her demise, trying to kill the cat because she realizes that the cat's evil. No. Whoa, 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 the, cat whoa, whoa. Pitch, the cat picture. The professor tells her what to do. Does she? Yep. Get the cat. I thought because she was she was fighting gorgeous possessed outside, and then she realized it was the cat. But no, she's told by a professor to do it. Oh, okay. Can, can I just take a moment here? Yes. We're talking about kung fu. My <laughs> yeah. favorite. So kung fu goes outside to chop wood, and she's chopping wood, and then it is one of the few action sequences of the film. Yes, and the wood is possessed, and shit's just flying everywhere, and she has to use her kung fu to jump around and fucking defend herself against all this flying wood. Right? And in the process, she loses her skirt. Short skirt? Her short skirt. Short, was, I'm not saying it's a short skirt. I'm saying that it might be shorts. At some point, she was, was wearing one of those, shorts. Yeah. She was. It was a short... It was skorts. Mm-hmm. Like skirt skorts. shorts. Skirt shorts. She loses them in the fight. And then at the end of the fight, there's like a hero shot with her shorts flying down from the sky and she grabs them in her hand. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's going to put that back on, obviously. She doesn't have time for that. She doesn't have time for that. They're right in her hand. Nope. But she's just like, and she the scene ends with her just going, ah, I might be just dreaming things. And I was like, well, no, Kung Fu. If, you you, really, if your pants are off, you weren't dreaming. <laughs> you weren't dreaming. But that, that's, Sam was. but That was one of three scenes because I think she survives three fight scenes. She's also got that bit with the uh, chandelier. Uh, so the at the beginning, the yes. Yeah, at the yeah. very beginning. That's a strange kind of scene because everybody kind of forgets about it to the point that we forgot about it. Yeah. 
The chandelier shoots shards and... Uh, as soon as they enter the house. And Kung Fu deflects a few of them. Yeah, and one of them stabs a lizard. And then the cat eats the lizard. Yes. Mm. It's metaphorical. <laughs> Isn't that a sign that you should just get the fuck out of the house? Yeah, yeah I think that, at that, that point that, you should that, leave that the house. It, yeah. If, if not then, then when they said there's no refrigerator. And at that point, you leave. <laughs> what do you mean? I can't have no milk. Fuck that noise. Fuck place. What are they even eating? Is there any food in there? They, they eat rice. something. Yeah, they yeah, have a meal. They're eating like proper food. Like, yeah, what do you eat? At one point. They're eating watermelon. Someone was cooking. Yeah, all right. They eat that watermelon. Mm, Jesus. That's true. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I think we should spend a little bit of time on uh, Melody's death. I think we should talk more about Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> She's not dead yet. Let's do Melody first. <laughs> So Melody gets eaten by the piano. Melody's the musical one, obviously. Yeah. She gets tasted by the piano first. There's a weird scene uh, where they walk away and you hear, plum, 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 plum. It's like, oh, Melody. And she's like, oh, bit my fingers. Like, but then she looks weird. She goes, yeah. She does. Yeah, she's got that. Like she's sort, possessed, but she isn't. She's got that tummy, stomach cramp. Yeah. After being bit. I thought they were going to make something of that. No. Chekhov's tummy cramps. <laughs> <laughs> For those playing Asian action bingo at home, ding, check off something. Uh, so... They, what ha- like, so I just want to, because it's so fucking weird. It, the piano rips her into bits. It cuts off her fingers first, like it bites off her fingers and she just looks at him going, my fingers are gone. And then it eats her whole hand. And then, then it she eats screams. The, and then she screams. Then it eats the whole of her and she's in body parts. And then the, it spits a couple of body parts out. Yeah. And the piano is still playing with just the fingers. The fingers that it cut, bit off is just sort of floating in the air, pushing. That's pretty cool. All the time uh, while this is happening, a skeleton is dancing in the background. Oh, the skeleton dancing the whole time. It's so like, the, it, it doesn't she's, stop. She's playing the super creepy melody that the, the aunt was dancing to earlier as I'll well. I'll put that melody in here for you to listen to. If we can find it. I'll find it. I got it. I was like, that arrangement is too simple. No wonder you can just play it with two hands. It's <laughs> like two like fing- separate fingers. Four fingers. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> also, while while uh, the piano is biting and chewing up Melody, one of Melody's arms goes flying into a, a goldfish bowl, and Fanny's like, "Huh?" and picks it up, and looks at it, and then freaks out. <laughs> and then she does an awesome cross eyes. Yeah, I, that was kind of dumb. But that was fine. like the most cross eyed you could ever get. Yes. Uh, then we get Kung Fu's death. Yes, poor Kung Fu. Who uh, doesn't doesn't Sweet uh, kick the bucket around here? No, no. Sweet, no, no. Well, sweet we said they was interposed. All right. So. <laughs> So Kung, Kung, Fu Kung Fu's fighting possessed gorgeous outside and then Pretty good fight. That's pretty good. Nice fight. Action. F- you jumping off say. walls. Action. Yeah. <laughs> then decides to crash back through a wall to get back inside. Yeah, because she, she can't escape. She knows she yeah. can't beat. Because you got at one point during the fight she gets scratched like it, she's fighting a the cat. cat. Yeah. She does do a lot of um uh if anyone's seen the Street Fighter, you know how like uh those poses, those karate poses yeah. where she just gets into stance. Mm. She does a lot of that. And then there's then there's a cut to like a flip. Yeah, I like flips. Flips are cool. And there's a lot of the the gorgeous in a bride outfit sort of floating and flying around. Yes. Yeah, she's, she, I, I guess she takes over the creepy stuff because the aunt doesn't really come back. No, no. I think they're pretty much the same person. The aunt is kind of possessed. Reversed age into gorgeousness. Yeah. Yeah. But she's flying around. It's it's actually kind of I found it kind of like crouching tigery a little bit. You know, um, that kind of like a little bit. It wasn't creepy yeah. for you. It was just kind of like It was a little up. creepy, but okay. Yeah. Creepy tiger? Yeah, creepy tiger. <laughs> then she um gets eaten by the ceiling light. See, yeah, kind of electrocutes her, but eats her at the same time. She's going for the cat photo, right? Yeah, she's, she's going, going for, for the, a jump the kick painting. Yeah, she's going for the cat painting, but eventually, it basically eats 
her torso, her top part of her body off, but her legs keep still fighting. <laughs> and eventually one leg gets free and kicks the, the painting and tears it in half. And, and that and that makes the aunt or the gorgeous like bleed. bleed everywhere. So oh, the like, cat, the oh the cat. yeah, and then the kit, the cat picture starts just vomiting up blood. Blood, yeah. And then we're like, oh yeah, they've you know they've defeated the evil no, cat can't, demon. Can't no, defeat a curse. Nope. But it's like, oh, you have a glimmer of hope. Yeah, Kung and Fu did it. <laughs> so the other two girls are left in the room while the cat vomits up blood enough blood to basically flood the room. <laughs> I thought I thought this was actually a pretty good uh, effect. So they're on a tatami mat floor. And at some point, the tatami mates start Separates. to separate, and then there's just liquid under there. It's it, it's not thick enough to be blood. It's obviously yeah. just like coloured water, or alternatively, like a red light through water. Yeah. And so, they're floating on a tatami mat, which probably couldn't hold anyone's weight. But it's a very cool because it all sort of happens fairly seamlessly. Yeah. It's like and a then level they, from they just slowly start rising because the tatami mat that they're on mm-hmm. becomes like the only one in the room that's not covered. And they start floating up, obviously. And then something, ha- and then Professor, Professor gets bitten by like a, a first. A first, bottle? her glasses come off. Yeah. And then she leans over, trying to reach them, and then basically almost gets pulled into the like water. Like a thermos pops up or something. But yeah. it's got her teeth glasses. in it. It's got her teeth. Glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wearing you see her glasses. The, the thing that holds the those uh, mosquito coils going oh, past, yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> and then after she gets eaten, then it, the, her glasses pop up on that on that little pink mosquito coil holder. Yeah. And then she starts bobbing up like. Trying, and then we get another booby. It's a gratuitous, like uh, underwater. It's an underwater around. spinning kind Naked. of weird scene that I didn't really remind me of Ghost in the Shell. Much purpose. She didn't need a... to be there, but it's Artie. It's, uh, it was, Actually, uh, it was think... more. It was more the underwater shot that he was going for, I suppose, yeah. than anything else. But I also think he was doing she like because he also animates her as if she's dissolving. Yes, that's actually an interesting thing that you raised Towards and I read end. about the way they did this, which was very interesting to me to make her dissolve like that. He just poured blue paint on her to create that like expanding uh, okay. blue blue screen essentially, okay. and make her kind of disappear that way. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So, so at this point, we've only got fantasy left. She's floating around on a tatami mat, and she floats through the hallway. That to was the cool. It was like she was going forward, like yeah. the current was pushing her towards the stairs. And then she runs into gorgeous slash aunt, aunt who are the same person. And she's like, oh, I'm so tired. And then she calls her mother, and then falls asleep. That was a C cup, maybe. Yeah, there was yeah. a. There oh, was she a, does rip down her top. Yes, that's a gratuitous boob shot. Yeah. Well, interestingly enough, yeah, not sexual though. Weirdly, it was more of the mother daughter thing. Yeah. kind of thing. So gorgeous, the uh, the actress playing more gorgeous. of a nursing thing. Yeah, <laughs> she was she was uncomfortable uh, with the nudity shot, and she didn't know if she really wanted to be uh, to do it. And then the auntie said, "Look, I, I'll do it. It's okay." Um, to make you comfortable so then she did and then the director was like oh we have that shot now we use that so they didn't intend to use that shot in the film oh, okay just had the cameras rolling at all times I guess I guess in case it was it worked sne- it was fine it was yeah. alright the, the shot you were talking about earlier about the um, the tatami mats uh, separating and the water coming up is that just like a level from Takeshi's castle or something like that could be <laughs> could be except Takeshi wasn't there just to hit people randomly with a spanner <laughs> sadistic that's pretty much the film Uh, well no because then it goes to so everybody has now died Mr. Togo finally arrives there's also like a a 90 second bit where they're all essentially in in some kind of weird hell and there's bits of bodies floating around and like heads yeah it's pretty cool because the auntie slash gorgeous is like oh don't worry 
You'll see your friends soon. <laughs> you know what would have made it better, though, is if at some point they had just done a video clip for Monster Mash or something, <laughs> like as a promo, and this was on there somewhere. So they could have had that background and just been dancing. It'll be done by... Or so. And a, it just reminded me of Monty Python, you know, like the intro, and just like bits and pieces flying around. It'll be done. I'll, I'll make it happen. I'll, uh, yeah. so, I'll, put, I'll put the Monster Mash to it. What happens to Mr. Togo, Scott? His, Mr. Uh, Togo is trying to find the house and he's like, I can't find the place. And he keeps getting stuck in traffic and he stops for eating noodles and he rocks up to the watermelon stand where the girls initially started, uh, rocked up at the start of the film to get directions to the house. And this creepy old guy selling watermelons like, it's over there <laughs> in a very Frankenstein, Igor kind of way. And uh, he's, he's a Renfield, right? Um, Igor? I was going, uh, yeah, maybe an eagle. Eagle? Uh, eagle, Renfield. Well, he's, a, he's, kind, a, he's an underling. He kind of says, oh, the, the lady will be happy. Yes, Matthew. Yes. Yeah. Spot on. Why is he turned to a skeleton? Because he wasn't ever real to, in the first place. He was always just oh, a bit I forgot of the magic. He t- I forgot he turned to a skeleton, but yeah. He wasn't uh, real. He was, a ski- he was just a monster all the so time. So Mr. Togo rocks up. Um, by the way, um, Fantasy has the biggest crush on Mr. Togo. Yeah. His sideburns are so dreamy. There's, there's even a bit where she has a fantasy of him riding up on a horse <laughs> to rescue and he keeps her. Cutting back and forth. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. And um, anyway, he goes up and he's like, Do you like watermelons? Nope. <laughs> no. Nope. I like bananas. And he goes, Ah, bananas. And turns to a skeleton. And, and Mr. Togo jumps in the car. And that's the last we see and him. He kind and of he passes goes, out. And he goes, and goes bananas. He, he passes out and goes, Oh, bananas, bananas. And then that, that's like 40 minutes ago. And at the end of the film, the stepmom. Is driving and the scarf is flowing. Yeah, so there's, there's wind. A, there's the cool a bit at the very beginning the- where she's like, "I'm going to be the cool stepmom. I'm going to go and meet her and, and we'll have a conversation. I'll get her on side." She tells the dad this, and then th- that's what's happening. So she's going to meet. Her. I love how every time the stepmom is on screen, she has wind, and no one else does. Even when she's talking to other people, yeah, it's very cool. I wish that happened she's to me. Flowing white colors. Yeah, because and, very, and funnily enough, you guys all thought, "Oh, she looks evil." At uh, the start. She is evil. All stepmothers are. So she rocks up to the watermelon stand. She's looking around and she sees Mr. Togo's car is full of bananas and there's a hat on top. So somehow... Mr. Togo's hat. Mr. Togo's hat. Yeah, but she doesn't know. She doesn't pay that much attention in the PTA. And she's like, where's the house? He's like, over there. Okay. And I drive up to the house and Gorgeous opens 400 giant Slides. sliding doors. <laughs> says, come on in. And they, uh, they kneel and they shake hands and then she burns to death. Yes. The end. And luckily, uh, we were able to see that because the the Blu-ray kind of freaked out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with it. Whole monologue about love and and the war and something like that. And and everybody, yeah. Burn the flesh and leave. I don't know. Whatever remains. Yeah. Love is forever. Everybody loves love. Love's great. I'm like, this is not love story. Just eat people then. Yeah. Do you think the the movie studio is like you can't end on such a fucking downer? Put something positive in there, please. Mm, I don't yeah, know. Seventies, yeah. dude. Weird. <laughs> One big acid trip. Jaws didn't eat everybody on the beach and then swim off to safety. You know. Didn't hear the story from Jaws though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Yeah, what's, the Han- what's the Hanna Barbera shark? Did he have a story? Jabba Jaw. Jabba Jaw. Did he tell you a story? His story. So funny. I, I think he went on tour with the. Pu- uh, no, what were they called? Jim and the holograms. The Pussycats. <laughs> Yeah, Josie and the Pussycats. I think he went on tour with them. So funny. The story of Jaws is he goes to a buffet and somebody wrecks his day. (laughs) I just enjoy myself, man. All this still has a backstory. All this fresh food rocks up and all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Can I just uh, sidebar here? 
I find it very amusing that the original Godzilla was like a very um, dark and grim film. And every film after that is Godzilla's having a wacky time beating up monsters. Not every film. Most of them. Mechagodzilla, Mothra, all that stuff. Have you watched Shin Godzilla yet? Yeah, so watch that. But that was like recently, like 30 years of wacky Godzilla beating up Mothra and stuff. I remember the one with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, I remember that that one. Was that the Puff Daddy one? And Hank Azaria, yeah, that's right. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, come with me. But the thing is that Godzilla goes from being like a villain essentially to a hero. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, because other monsters show up. That'd be like if Jaws became like the savior of the world. Or yes. Something. Oh my God. Have you not seen Jaws 4? Like, they blow the whistle and Jaws comes They're and saves you from the evil. Monster mash up the Avengers. You get Jaws, Godzilla. Who else? Sounds like some Dark Universe shit. Yeah, Dark Universe, Jaws. And then they will. And E.T. Rock He's a fucking monster, scary the motherfucker. Monster mash. <laughs> the monster mash. I feel like Jaws would suffer the same thing that Aquaman suffers from. He's only good in the water. <laughs> I don't know. You seen the land sharks? Is <laughs> yeah. You seen the Suicide Squad? <laughs> fucking King Shark rocks. Wait, I, Michael. I watched... A fjord. <laughs> I should. How did Jabba Jaw play the drums oh, boat. underwater? Because wouldn't that be like really we'll, hard? We will watch an episode of Jabba Jaw as soon as we finish this podcast. Jabba Jaw. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're still doing the podcast. That's right. <laughs> so, um, if we haven't already sort of mentioned or haven't picked up on it yet, this film is visually spectacular and very psychedelic. The soundtrack is really cool. Uh, any other thoughts? It's not. It, it really. The thing is, I don't think it's for everyone. No, definitely not. You have to be in the right mind frame to want to watch it. For our usual audience, it like it, it's not it's not going to hit the same buttons as anything else we usually watch. Don't sit down thinking, oh, we're going to see some great fight choreography. Hey, it, I didn't think that. Kung Fu's legs did some good. Yeah. <laughs> Kung Fu is amazing. I think this is the kind of film where it's a lot of fun. You should definitely see it with people. So I don't think we can sort of have a best stunt or best no. thing. Well, what, what I was going to do was rather than say best stunt or best fight scene, let's go around and uh, say if there was a particular death that you you really liked. Uh, or what you might, how you might want to die in a horror film. All right. I want to eat that dude's noodles and just die like that. Die what? eating noodles. Remember that guy has no teeth? He's eating noodles. Like these are the best noodles. And Mister Toga's like, holy shit, they are great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great day out. That's a great night out. Um, I think. Look, I thought Kung Fu's, uh, Kung Fu's, maybe not her death, but her uh, her actions after death were really good. But I would want to die in a Kung, well, the Kung Fu film. I would want to die in a horror film by like being, just being ripped open from the guts and being used as a puppet. <laughs> All right. Good job. Yeah, that's what I think. Hmm. I think just going to sleep and waking up as bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, the best way to die because you'll never know yeah that sounds kind of peaceful it's something like, horrific oh, I'm so tired bananas it's something horrific about that isn't it it's like yeah. holy shit I mean, you, it might be he this, didn't even get killed he was transmogrified it might be this slow painful like a centimetre of your skin is slow oh, into bananas overnight but I think he just woke up as bananas <laughs> I don't think you wake up as bananas I or, think you just are bananas the shit is bananas yeah. <laughs> or even worse plantains <laughs> oh, there was, there's actually one creepy thing that I didn't mention it's when she goes to the phone and she strangled. And, yeah, no, no, no. Like, I was actually thinking when she goes to the phone and then she lies and says it's not working. Well, it's not you working. Hear like, and you just hear the screams from hell. Yeah, like old people that have already yeah. died or something. That is kind of cool. And I thought, is something wrong with the soundtrack? Oh no, no. It's it's uh, it's on purpose. It's on purpose. Mike, uh, my favorite death in it was probably Kung Fu's when she gets electrocuted and then eaten, and d- eaten by the light, <laughs> essentially. And trust lamps no more. Yeah. Don't turn that light on. Pretty, pretty deadly. Pretty I don't deadly. trust lamps no more. <laughs> I don't trust bananas no more. Yeah, yeah. 
That uh, green and red and yellow clock blood. Mm. Yeah, that's oh, weird. Man. Yeah, the gears. Yeah. Was crushing the body. Yeah. Poor sweet. Somebody set the clock off. Daylight saving. Give me another three hours. No more clocks in this house. <laughs> or else have a have a kid play drums on the bucket on your ass, but that's not a death. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> that's humiliation. <laughs> that was actually a pretty cool scene where Mr. Togo falls downstairs and was it stop motion, I guess? It was, like, it was quite protracted. He yeah. did a lot of circles around <laughs> the ground in stop motion. <laughs> Very and, Benny Hill. And why does he fall down the stairs? White cat. The, cat. the cat. White cat. Blanche. Yeah, the cat is the uh, instigator of a lot of things that happen in the house. Yeah, because you can't have Mr. Togo show up because... It's pretty much stated that she, the, the ghost or whatever it is, the curse only kills... Unmarried women. Unmarried women. So, if Mr. Togo shows up, all bets are off. Because he could marry them all? <laughs> oh, he could save them all. He's like, will you, will you... Yes, 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 bang, bang, bang. Just quick ceremony, done. They're all safe. Polyamory wins. Creepy. <laughs> yeah. Creepy. And but that's d- the message we should all take away from Hausu. But that's, that's why Rachel said men are useless because Mr. Togo is a bit of a fuck up. <laughs> Mr. Togo. But, but he he's has sideburns. A cool he's got sideburns. a cool car and sideburns. Yeah, he never gets there in time. He's too yeah. busy doing all this yeah. shit. He's trying, man. The scene where he's yeah. stuck in traffic is kind of funny. Yeah, it's just this dude yelling at him. I thought the scene was when he arrives at school and he gets out and he's got like a lab coat on. <laughs> like he's the science teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I wonder what he does teach. He teaches. Life, motherfucker. <laughs> he teaches life. He teaches the 70s is a, what that guy teaches. This giant silver truck is behind him going, get out of the way. He's like, I can't move. <laughs> he fun. is like, you, you know, he's, he's a professor of the 70s. Yeah. He's, got, he's got all of... He's got all day to talk to you about... Prog rock, <laughs> jazz, Have you heard jazz side, cigarettes. Side Have you heard the new Yes album, man? <laughs> All right. You got the new Dagai. <laughs> Good <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> These noodles are delicious. Anyway. <laughs> thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs, thumbs up. Thumbs Fucking up. thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm going to say I'm going to give it a thumbs up, but for the Asian action cast, I think it's a thumbs in the middle. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's good for everybody. Like personally, I think it's a 400 thumbs up, but for the AAC, middle. Yeah. I'm going to go 45 degree because there is a character <laughs> called Kung Fu in it. Fair enough. Out of the whole film. How long do you think the fight sequences equal up to being? Four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if that. Yeah. About the same as, as, as about the same amount as in Shadow. Yeah, yeah that was more action oh, in Shadow. Oh, that was one like the end fight scene and that's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up, Mikey. Rachel. I'm going to go thumbs down. Well, thumbs thumbs down. down. Not down. even to the side down. Le- side down. Yeah. Leaning down? Like overall leaning, or for your personal down. opinion? I was like... Jesus. I mean, thumbs I up. wanted more. Yeah. I wanted more death. <laughs> it would death. I would have been good if there'd been a, just a little bit more. Maybe if they showed gore. like how yeah. Mac died. Yeah. I think it was just a product of its its cheap yeah. budgetary nature as well. So there's a lot of show don't tell or tell don't show. What? What's yeah. The, what's the fucking thing? I want. I wanted more people to die. <laughs> I wanted more eating uh, watermelon than than spitting it out and then re-eating it again. No. Oh, yeah. no. oh, that's disgusting. So what are you, Rachel? What are you th- what's huh? your thumb rating? Uh, I mean, thumbs up in general. I, I mean, I only w- would watch this for the AAC in October. <laughs> that's when it comes I saw up. you roll your eyes <laughs> that, there. That's it. Yes. Yes. Because been, it's Halloween. I've been trying to get to watch this for years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so many movies, man. Okay, fair enough. Mission yeah. accomplished. I kind of like um, Mike's kind of thumb angling down. It's like, I, if, I do like this movie. If the girls weren't cute, I probably wouldn't. Like it as much. What about Mr. Togo? Fuck, fuck the guy. <laughs> yeah, I do. There's also the thing about the girls, how they all have a. They're they're not really. They're archetypes. They're one-dimensional characters, yeah. right? But 
for some reason, I remember when I first watched this, I was, I, well, I always watch a lot of anime, but I was watching a lot of anime. And um, it struck me like, this is sort of proto slice of life. Like you've got the ditzy one and you yeah. got, and they're, no. you know, they're all schoolgirls yeah, yeah. and they're all, and I was like, this is very much like that. That's what he's gone for though. Yeah, but I, 100%. But the, but I don't know if he went for it or if it didn't exist before him. We're talking about the mid seventies. Most of that shit didn't happen until later. But you got to make him people care about the characters, right? You, yeah, you got to give them, and you got to differentiate them. So I can see why they did that. It's more Voltron than Power Rangers, though. Voltron had yeah. a chunky guy, and yeah. <laughs> Mac, <laughs> and I'll be the torso. Oh, Just, Mac, you're too fat to be the torso. <laughs> you could grab you could grab the legs from uh, Kung Fu, the torso oh. from Mac. <laughs> this gorgeous can be the face, the finger, the fingers from Melody. Oh, you're fucking right. God oh. damn, that's fucking horrific, <laughs> horrific. <laughs> All right, if anyone else would like to, to message us about horrific things for Halloween, we're at Facebook. Insta- I was trying to think of something spooky to say. But you can't do that because then you fuck it up. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. don't have one specifically for Halloween. Spook book. No, it's face, Facebook. Face spook. The face spook. Uh, Insta. Oh, my God. Ham. Ham and... Twatter. Twatter. <laughs> that sounds like a porno site. That sounds oh, like harassment. Yeah. <laughs> Get us on Fap Chat. <laughs> <laughs> we have OnlyFans now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Also, Sam earlier was talking about fucking a sea anemone, so I think this is a good time to leave it. Anemone. Thanks for listening to Actually, because we've got uh, the, the party mood. next door, could, could you lead us out with the um, Wong Fei Hong theme song to, to lead us out for the podcast? <laughs> Wong Fei Hong theme song. Mo Heng, Mo Man Thanks, guys. That's it. Hey there. Get your titties out, die. <laughs>